Oh my god, forget it. You don't even understand. I cannot tell you how many times I have said that to Derek. Oh, poor guy. What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and I'm committed to sharing with you all the stuff they probably should have taught us in school. Let's jump in to today's episode. Today's episode is coming to you by popular opinion from the Anxious Therapist podcast group over on Facebook. If you aren't in there yet, definitely jump on in. A ton of my freebies are in that group and you'll be the first to know when a new podcast launches. So some of the ladies in there were voting on topics they wanted to hear about. And today's episode is all about talking to your partner, your significant other, your loved ones about your mental health. Let's do this. So we've talked about it before. You guys know Derek does not have mental health. I mean, we all have mental health to some extent, but like he doesn't even worry about shit that I feel like he should probably worry about. So when it comes to my anxiety, he really has no idea what I'm talking about. The idea of a panic attack or feeling just uncomfortable in your skin or irritable for no reason, like he cannot relate. So (sighs) the past six years have been quite the learning experience for us. But don't worry, guys, I did all the heavy lifting and I'm just bringing you my best stuff today so that you don't have to go through all of that with your loved ones. So I want to share with you how we have been able to improve our relationship surrounding my mental health and the person I become when my anxiety is out of control. So I want to start with an analogy. Have you ever been around a tiny human who was trying to learn how to tie their shoes for the first time and they're struggling and they don't think that they can do it and all they can say is, this is too hard. This is so hard. How am I ever going to be able to do this? It's too hard. You would never look at them and be like, no, it's not. It's not hard because you understand that for them it is. And a huge part of getting along better with your loved ones when it comes to your mental health is helping them realize that they don't have to understand your mental health to validate it. So this little kid who's trying to tie their shoes, we would be like, yeah, buddy, it is really hard. And even though we don't think it's hard, we tie our shoes every day with no problem, most of us. (laughs) We still wouldn't be like, what are you talking about, you freaking idiot? It's so easy to this poor little kid trying to tie their shoes, right? Because that doesn't even make sense. We would validate them and be like, yeah, that is really hard. But I believe in you and you can do it. And that is the same way that we have to teach our partners to to communicate with us, our family members, to understand that you might not know how I'm feeling or you might think it's easy to deal with mental health But for me, in this moment, it's not. And validation can go a really long way. 
the biggest thing to keep in mind with validation is that a lot of people have this misunderstanding of validation, thinking that it means to agree with someone. And that's not what it means at all. I do not agree that tying your shoes is hard. But I understand that for this little kid in this moment, it is really hard. It's the hardest thing he might do all day, right? Just like your mental health is really hard for you and they don't have to understand it to be able to validate it. So having that really open conversation about like, look, I know you do not get what this feels like. And I sat Derek down and I told him like, I understand you don't worry. You don't overthink you don't have panic attacks like you'll never understand I hope you never have to learn what that feels like but I do expect that when that's happening for me you pull out your empathy card and have a little I don't even know like um it's I'm not understanding a little ability to validate that and say recognize that it's hard for me because it's not about dealing with the anxiety or fixing it in that moment and that is where so many of our family members our loved ones our partners go right to well what can I do to help and sometimes it's just being there in that moment with us right and it's like you can't do anything to help like you can't take it away but mental health makes society uncomfortable because there's not a fix it easy solution it's not oh shit I just slipped and cut myself in the kitchen while I was chopping up these onions and now my thumb's bleeding and then he's like oh let me go get you a band-aid right that's an easy solution (laughs) it's me sitting there having a panic attack and there is no easy solution there's no fix it there's no band-aid that they can bring us So the other piece that goes with teaching our loved ones how to validate our feelings, letting them know it's okay that you don't understand, but I do appreciate and value your validation, is advocating for ourselves. I don't know about you, but I have trouble asking for help on a good day, let alone when I'm in full-blown panic mode. So whether it might be anxiety, depression, something else entirely asking for help might not be your strong suit right and unfortunately that's something that we have to do in order to help our loved ones help us so a lot of times issues with Derek and I would come up when he wanted to help and I got mad at him for it because I didn't even know what I needed in that moment So after six years, we have finally learned that he, I've taught him about my body language and how to read me and how, and he's just gotten used to, you know, he'll check in, ask me what I need, but then ultimately a lot of times he'll say stuff like, I can tell you had a long day and you're peopled out. I'm going to give you some space. Like in an instant, he can recognize my irritability and that's a huge anxiety symptom for me. And he notices that, but it wasn't always that way. Because of the fix-it attitude, it was often like, we need to talk about it. What's wrong? Like, why don't you want to talk to me? And that just made it worse, right? As you can imagine, like, don't fucking poke the bear. So a huge part of 
this whole process guys and it's so uncomfortable and it's honestly the worst like I get it but it is asking for help asking maybe when you're not in a tough place having that conversation don't wait until you're having a fucking panic attack to try and talk about what you need in that moment plan ahead of time you know what it looks like you know what it feels like and you know what is helpful for you so bring them into the experience with you and show them how they can help all right Finally, I am going to share with you guys a little tip from the therapy world that I use with all of my clients and their families. It's called an I feel statement and it is the most powerful tool I have in my pocket. An I feel statement is a way to take away blame and reflect on your own emotions and how something is impacting your life. So it starts out with, I feel, insert emotion word, when you act, behave, say, do, insert behavior, in the future, could you, or I wish. And this is so powerful. So let me give you an example. I feel frustrated when you say my mental health is stupid or isn't real because it hurts my feelings in the future could you try to see my point of view or could you talk to me about it rather than calling me stupid or you know any other result that you might want to have so a lot of times for me I would use an I feel statement with Derek to say I feel anxious when you're going out with the guys and you don't text me because I'm worried that something bad happened to you in the future could you just text me every few hours so that I know you're okay see how that's so different from you motherfucker another night out with your friends and you didn't text me I can't handle this you know what this does to my mental health and you 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 that's so blaming and (laughs) you know they're gonna get on the defensive right away But by owning it and saying, I feel really anxious and worried when you don't text me and taking that approach, it instantly keeps their guard down because they don't feel attacked. Above all, guys, I hope that you will have patience as you teach your loved ones how to validate your emotions as you gain confidence in advocating for yourself And as you begin practicing these I feel statements in your everyday life. I am so passionate about this topic because it's something that we had to work really hard for. So don't expect it to come easy. It will take time and a lot of effort, but know that your relationship is worth it. I hope you found this episode helpful and that you will not just hear the words I'm saying, but actually practice them. Put it into application in your life and see what can happen. I am so pumped. The Anxious Therapist is blowing up. I am so grateful for you guys. I love the impact that we are having on the mental health world. So keep sharing. Keep tagging me at The Anxious Therapist in your Instagram stories as you're listening. Pass it on to a friend. Be sure to subscribe. Leave a review. I love and appreciate all of you. And I'm so happy that we get to spend this time together. I can't wait to see you in our next episode.